Wow, welcome back. Welcome to the Contemporary Controversy Podcast. My name is Chad Farley, and I am the host of this podcast. Uh, On today's episode, it's going to be a little bit more spontaneous and unexpected, I guess you could say. Uh, A lot I want to talk about. As you all know, there is quite a bit of uncertain times right now. Um, If you're like me, uh, I am a conservative, and I have a lot of questions dealing with the most recent election and a lot of concerns as well. And while I won't get into all of that, uh, I definitely think that there is some valid concerns that conservatives should have. Um, that's not the primary reason of why I want to talk. Uh, I think more than anything, I just want to say, like, there's a lot of things that I've been dealing with in my life personally lately, and I kind of want just want to be real. I want to be real with my audience. I want to be real with uh, anybody who listens to me. I actually just got done checking out the recent numbers and like who listens to me and it tells me like what locations and whether or not this is accurate or not I mean I'm seeing people in South Africa Germany uh, Switzerland Brazil uh, just a lot of different places that says that they've checked out the podcast so if this is one of you I want to give you a shout out Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And while I do have a fairly small audience size at the moment, I do have hopes to grow and um, eventually have a radio show and just do my own thing. I would love that. But um, I first want to just pray. Uh, I want to pray for the events going on. I want to pray for each one of you, and just pray that the Lord would guide us and protect us. So, Lord, I thank you for just putting it on my heart to do a spontaneous podcast. And while there's so many uncertainties, um, I do know this. You're a God who is stable. You're a God who's consistent. And you're a God who cares about us in the position that we're in right now as a country and as individuals. God, help us to long for you and to want to know you more during this time. I pray that you would protect us, keep our eyes uh, on you. Lord, keep our hearts vigilant and attentive to the gospel. And Lord, I pray that you would just uh, minister to the people that are listening. Lord, would you use me as a vessel to minister to the people uh, that are listening? And I pray that you would just give me words of encouragement and wisdom on how to best utilize this platform for your sake. Lord, this is not about Chad or anyone else. It's simply about you. So God, we praise you and we thank you for what you're going to do and are doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope for those of you that were driving, uh, you did not shut your eyes uh, during that prayer. Um, but so, yeah, I want to kind of talk about some of the things that have been going on in my life, uh, and just kind of, uh, what I've seen God do in my heart over the past, uh, specifically the past two weeks. 
So I feel like most people know that I am enrolled in Criswell or have been, and I am a long-term student. Um, well, over the past few months, uh, I hit a rut and I was just kind of in a funk, didn't really care, became very apathetic, uh, lost a zeal to really do anything, including the podcast. And over the past few months, like it was so hit or miss and I felt so out of it. Like when people would talk to me, I just kind of like zoned out and really just wasn't invested. And anybody who knows me knows that that is not the personality of me. Uh, I'm the type who wants to talk and the type who wants to joke around and the type who, you know, wants to have a conversation. And that Chad was missing for a little bit. And I've dealt a lot with just some personal struggles throughout my life. And I'm not going to dive into a lot of that just because I have some people who are well aware of it and other people who just aren't. But I'll say this. I think that my struggles are nothing new. Um, I know that there's many people out here out there who deal with different challenges that I may face on a day-to-day basis. And I think we all can, in some regards, relate to the question of like, when does this, when does this end? When can I, not, not in a like life sense, but like, when will I actually like live this battle out? And Sometimes it can become discouraging because you feel like you're running in circles and you're stuck in a cycle. Um, And so I had that for a while, uh, for a few months. And actually a really good friend of mine had challenged me to do a a three-day fast. And I I told him, I said, look, I said, because I was in a spot where I just didn't care. And I simply told him, I said, I'm not doing this unless you do it with me. And uh, probably like two days into it, honestly, my mindset was I'm just ready to be done with this uh, so I can go back to living in my flesh. And that's kind of where my heart was. If I'm to be completely honest, my heart was not wanting to be obedient to the Lord. Um, And just a side note, I want to say like, for those of you out here there who feel like you can't say stuff like that, like you can like, and I think you should, I, I don't think it's necessary to bottle up real emotions that may flow through your head from time to time. Uh, do I believe that believers can get sidetracked and, um, more apathetic? Yes, I do. It's happened to me uh, more than once, but I've seen God time and time again chase me down. And regardless of what your opinion is of the song dealing with the reckless love of God, I can testify to that song. God is genuinely a God who comes after me. And 
he will kick down walls to five for me. So that's a little side tidbit, but I um, hit a brick wall for a while. And so day two into it, I was kind of ready for it to be done with. And it wasn't until like day three, this like light switch went off. And the Lord just like moved in my heart toward now I feel like I am um I get I don't I, I hate saying back to normal but I definitely feel like I'm more attentive to using the gifts that God has given me I'll put it that way um because when I'm not present with people or I'm not present with the Lord it's easy for me to draw back so I just want to say, maybe you're listening and you hit those cycles to where you feel like, man, I am on repeat and I am continuing to fall back into some of these old patterns and traps. I want to say, don't give up hope. I I know the feeling of just like hopelessness. And if I could just look you in the face right now, I would tell you, do not give up hope, as I know that God does not give up on us, and He hasn't given up. He never will give up on us. Um, that'll be for another episode another day to just dive into, you know, why God doesn't give up on us. Uh, maybe even, like, how do we deal with other Christians? How do we approach other people? Uh, but ultimately, now, what I just want to address is like God's faithfulness in our life. And while I hit a rough patch, uh, God is still using me and he's still persistently coming after me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the positive side of things. There's been some challenges and there's been some negatives and even points where I kind of like question doing this podcast. Uh, just like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I continue to do it? And, you know, at the end of the day, I think just utilizing some resource is better than utilizing none. And so for me, a podcast is an outlet to express my opinions on things, but express my views and express my thoughts. Uh, but ultimately, it is a platform to where I can express the gospel. And that's bigger than anything I could say overall. Um, as I said from the very, very get-go of the first of the, of the first podcast, I said this podcast is ultimately meant to glorify God and to bring Him glory. And that's it. It's not about Chad. It's not about anything else. It's about bringing the Lord glory. So I thank you. I don't know who has been here from the very beginning. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if this notifies you when an episode goes live. But for those of you who listen and those of you who play a part in my life to just encourage me and challenge me, I want to say thank you. Not only thank you, but I love you. And, and you genuinely have played a part in my life. And let me say this too. As I'm talking about kind of the challenges and whatnot. And remind you this is a little more of a spontaneous type of episode. I want to remind those of you who are dealing with people in, their, in your life currently. That maybe that person is going through a dark space. 
Um, be careful what you say to them. The reason I say that is because I have noticed time and time again to where I may be struggling with something or going through something. And there always wants to be that one person who fixes it. And while I appreciate that one person, and I'm not calling out anyone in my life, but I'm simply saying like a lot of us want to help that person get out of the funk. Here's what I've seen. I think it's better to be available if God wants to use you as a vessel to encourage that person to get out of the funk. But I think way too often we jump the gun and we try to pull them out with their own strength without ever interceding to the Father beforehand. And that's a problem. You know, I've actually been reading Galatians 5 and 6 lately. And while I kind of turn to there, I'll just say, like, it's truly ministered to my heart in many ways. Because um, it talks about the freedom that we have in Christ. But not only that, it talks about how do we deal with somebody who is caught in sin or caught in oppression. Uh, verse or Chapter 6, verse one says, excuse me, brother, if any one of you is caught in transgression, a.k.a. sin, you who are spiritual should re restore him with the spirit of gentleness. But keep watch on yourself, lest you be tempted to bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of cross, Christ. For if any of you, if any one of you thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Now, there is a lot in this passage. And just, that's literally um, three verses. The first verse says, Brothers, if any one of you is caught in transgression, you who are spiritual, uh, restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watching yourself. The best way I can describe this is to say, like, um, you who are in line with the spirit use you people who are walking in the spirit or in step with the spirit um you should approach them and you should help restore them but in doing that you need to not only be careful but also do it in a spirit of gentleness the best example i can give of this is imagine you're in battle and your soldier is shot the one thing you don't want to do is run out into the middle of battlefield um, with bullets flying because more than likely you're going to get hit. What I always recommend doing, and again, I've never been in the military, but this is what I would do. Look everywhere around you. Still say laser focused on your brother or sister in Christ. Seeing that they're wounded, pay attention to the things around you, and approach them with gentleness and care. Um, what you don't want to do is kick them and say, get up, you've just been shot, get over it. Unfortunately, I see that happen way too often in Christianity, and it does a couple things. 
people who are kind of like on the fence about things or just don't really believe, it really turns them off and they essentially walk away from the church altogether. Now, I'm not going to say that's all your fault, but I will say we have to be careful. The decisions we make now could potentially um, lead to hurt in someone's life. The second thing I'll say is like, if you're a believer approaching another believer, the last thing you want to do is kick that person down and say, why aren't you getting it? When are you going to figure this out? When are you going to snap out of it? I can assure you, if you're listening to this and you see somebody else going through it over and over again, I guarantee you there's something in your life that has a vice over your heart that maybe you're not even aware of. I think the reason it becomes more evident in other people's lives is because some sins do have more consequences. And I think that there's this pedestal on certain areas in which someone struggles. Um, so I would encourage you, be careful, be, be, be loving, be gentle. Um, if a soldier walks up to a wounded, you know, warrior, you're going to, you're going to tend to them. You're going to put band-aids on them. You're going to help them out. You're going to pick them up and you're going to walk back to the, you're going to continue to walk towards the finish line, uh, in the middle of battle and you may get shot at, but that's okay. You have another brother beside your side to help you out. So. So, yeah, I just kind of want to share a lot of this. Again, a very spontaneous episode. And I question whether or not I should make these from time to time. But I do want to share my honest feedback and just kind of where I've been. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one of the big topics I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, obviously, we are all going through excuse the bumping, by the way. We're all going through something in our life, um, and obviously, given the current circumstance with the election, no matter where you stand, there is chaos happening around us. I don't care if you voted for Joe Biden or you voted for Trump. There is chaos around us, and what I mean by that is that we live in a lost and broken world all around us. There's people on the Trump side that are lost, and there's people on the Biden side that are lost. And ultimately, the gospel calls us to love others. He tells us the greatest commandment is to love the Lord of God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and to love others. He also commands us to make disciples of all nations. Something I fall short of often is praying for the people who are in a leadership position. Now, I do not agree with everything that is happening right now. I think that there is some serious uh, voter issues that are going on that is preventing Trump from getting reelected. But again, regardless of where you stand on this issue, I think we can all come to an agreement to say we have we live in a culture in which it's fallen. Now, here's why. Actually, I was talking to um, a friend earlier today uh, that uh, I won't mention their name, but we had talked about how there's often this fear of missing out. 
and this FOMO, as they call it. And, you know, I, I remember telling this individual, I said, you know, it's funny that you say that because I think that that's our sinful nature across the board. Because when you think about it and you go all the way back to the very beginning of Adam and Eve, talk about people who struggled with FOMO, fear of missing out. It was Adam and Eve. I mean, what do you hear them say? They basically, God basically says you can eat from literally any tree in the garden but that one. And what did they do? They chose the one that they couldn't have because they were fearful that they would miss out. And I think so many of us are afraid that we're going to miss out on something. That's just simply not true. It's a lie that culture puts in front of us. Now, there's a lot of um, instability, a lot of questions that are rising through my head, and honestly, a lot of anger, too. But God is in control. And I don't just say that, like, just because, um, just because the direction it's gone right now. Because I don't believe the election's over yet. I think there's a lot of things that need to unfold um, before uh, Biden gets president-elect. But even then, even if he was like an official president-elect, um, insane goes for Trump if he was like re-elected, uh, regardless of which side. We have to remember that God is the one who has the throne, regardless of who has an office seat. You know, Trump is our president now, but I can tell you right now, Trump is not going to fix all the issues that we have. Do I think he can play a benefit in, you know, helping the economy out and helping society out? Yes, I do. However, he is not our savior and never will he be. And never will Joe be either, regardless of what party you may stand on, uh, I would make some strong arguments to say that you can't vote for certain issues if you're a Christian, but that's besides the point. At the end of the day, we're called to love others. And listen, I am preaching in the choir, but as frustrating as that is, I'll be honest, I don't want to pray for my the people that I voted against at times. And I think that that's wrong, and it's sinful. Um, but we're called to love them and to care for them. So I would encourage you. Maybe you're just kind of like frustrated with this whole deal, as I am. I want to say, I get it. I totally get where you're coming from. Let's remember, God has the throne. He is with us. He will protect us. And He loves us. Thank you so much for joining the Contemporary Controversy Podcast. I look forward to visiting with you next time. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to reach out to me at the email contemporarycontroversypodcast at gmail.com. Also, please feel free to uh, put any donations uh, towards this cause as 
I have a desire to grow in this. Um, I'd be happy to uh, just tell you kind of what the money is for. You know, it's part of it's to help production. Another part of it will help uh, fund any supplies to help build the podcast. And the last thing is um, it will definitely be help to uh, for Compassion International Kids. 15% of it will go towards that. So I would love for you to join in on this cause. Thank you again for joining the Contemporary Controversy Podcast. Y'all have a great night.